to the Quaker Speak podcast, where we talk with Quakers from all sorts of backgrounds about all sorts of topics. Quakers are at our best when we are speaking out of a grounded silence. So that's how all of our interviews here at Quaker Speak are conducted. If you want to join us in that space, you might try taking a couple of deep breaths to get yourself spiritually grounded and receive this in the spirit of ministry, knowing that God often speaks to us in unexpected ways. With that said, just a quick word about this week's episode. Quaker painter Adrian Martinez spends his whole day working in solitude, and yet every week he craves the communal silence of Quaker worship. I got to talk with Adrian about his artistic process, his spirituality, and how a poor kid from D.C. wound up painting for U.S. presidents. For me, painting is, and I see in retrospect, always was, very similar, if not congruent, to a Quaker meeting for worship. Uh, the difference is, in that worship, alone in my studio, uh, that's more of, a, more of a prayer, a solitary prayer by myself. And you would think a person that spends eight hours a day by himself in silence wouldn't need to go to this place to be with many other people for more silence. It's essential for me to have the experience of being with people. My name is Adrian Martinez. I live in Downingtown, Pennsylvania. I'm a member of Downingtown Meeting. My work is oil painting, and it's oil paint on canvas. It's a very old, old school technique, very simple, goes back 500 years. There's nothing technologically innovative about it, but with these simple tools, it's, uh, you can get infinite variations and glazes and scumbles. And so the poetry of just a few paints has always been miraculous to me, and it still remains that way today. I grew up in a very bad place a very dangerous place, a very violent place, and thank God it was uh, an area where they had large, magnificent, and free museums. And in a museum I had a heart attack looking at a painting. I had favorites that I wanted to find, my favorite knight on a horse, my favorite soldier, my favorite, uh, you know, boy stuff. And then I walked by a 13th century painting, a very obscure artist, Sassetta. I got flushed and panicky and, and uh, rushed out and was hyperventilating. And I was thinking, what, oh my God, what's, what's happening to me? And, and, and then I realized, this is, I'm talking nine years old here, and I realized, oh my God, that's, that's art. That's that's what art does. That's what art can do. And then I went to the next step and said, thought, felt, I can do that. I grew up in Washington, D.C., before the, before the subway system. It was a very different place. At, uh, at night, it was a ghost town, except for the slum areas. When I was a little kid in D.C., I had these clothes that were all raggedy, and we were very poor 
And I remember having my hands around the bars, uh, the big fence, the white, and looking in at the White House and thinking, what, what, is, what goes on in there? Who's in there? What are they doing? And every once in a while the gates would go open and a big black car would come out and people would gather around. Who's in there? Who's in that car? And 30 years later, uh, I met uh, President and Mrs. Bush. They bought a, a large painting of mine. And when he became president, they asked me to do the first Christmas card. And to do that, I'd, I'd have to go to the, to the White House. So I went to the White House, in the White House. The gates opened. I went in, had a, had a very good time with them. That is a relationship that continues to this day. It's very fulfilling. I did a painting connected with the series I was doing uh, on Native American interaction with Quakers. And one of those paintings was called Meaningful Worship. All these children and parents were dressed, from, from my meeting, from Downingtown meeting, were dressed in 18th century clothes sitting as they do in meeting for worship. All of those people, including my wife and son are there, uh, were, are, were and are close friends, members of downtown meeting. It actually became a meeting for worship. And the kids, and the, they, just, they just went into this covered meeting. And that I didn't expect. And even when I was done, so-called, with, with my work, I mean, I was not going to interrupt what was, I just sat down. It was incredible. The painting I did, Meeting for Worship, I just knew was, was not something that was going to get sold. It was not an economic decision. It was, a, it was a necessity to do, nevertheless, and I did it. I had this big show, and it was immediately, uh, it was immediately purchased. First one. It's interesting that where it went was the boardroom of an insurance agency. The man that owned it, bought, bought, that company, bought the painting because he said, the reason I need this painting, and I need it in the boardroom, is because we need more of that in our business. And I thought, this goes back to when I was like this nine-year-old sprout getting a heart attack, and that art attack in the National Gallery, and think, that's, that's art. That's, that's what art can do. for this week. If you would like to join the conversation and share with us your reaction to Adrian's story, please follow the link in the show notes and leave us a comment. You can also watch the video there, see some of Adrian's art, and subscribe to our weekly videos, all at quakerspeak.com. If you'd like to support Quaker Speak, please consider becoming a Patreon partner. For just $1 per video, you can help make sure we stick around and keep producing spiritually grounded Quaker content. 
Quaker Speak is a project of Friends Journal, a weekly Quaker magazine. If you like Quaker Speak, we encourage you to consider a subscription to Friends Journal. Subscriptions start at just $28 a year. My name is John Watts. I'm the director of the Quaker Speak project. I conduct the interviews and host the podcast, which is edited by Charles Marchione. You can find all the music we used for this podcast episode at johnwattsmusic.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.